Now, know. what made you want to get into cabinet work? I came home one day and I said, Kelly, guess what? I started a cabinet shop. Mm -hmm. She said, you don't even know how to build cabinets. <laughs> I said, I know. <laughs> I'm going to learn. I, I don't know if you realize what a gift you are, but I promise you, Tim Wyatt walks in the room and lights it up. And I remember the day that your wife was in church and I was preaching and she talked to me and she said, uh, she said, I wish you'd pray for my husband and is it possible you could visit him? And we used to have these Monday night visitations where we'd go out and visit people. And I said, sure. And so I remember driving to your house. I turned at St. Mark Church and went down that road and, uh, and came up to see you. And, and that night when, when we talked, you came on to church then and gave your life to God and was changed. And, and Tim, I, I've looked at you all those years and said, man, I'm so glad I went that night because I made one of the best friends I could ever have. But Me too. I've watched you and seen what you've done. And uh, tell me about, about how Jesus changed you, what it did for you, what you'd say to anybody else, what it means to you in your life. Yeah, I'm not perfect. I mean, you know, I slip up and yeah. I say, who don't? I, uh, I told this guy the other day, I said, you know, running that business is aggravating. Yeah. You know, not all the time, but it's aggravating. Years ago, I'd have went through there and throwed stuff, and I said, "I get mad because I can't get mad anymore." <laughs> I want to, you know, I want to. <laughs> something just wants me to get <laughs> mad. I can't get mad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, with me and my wife, we we're about to go through a divorce, and we, you know, that's been thirty years. Yeah, we're still married, you know, and wow. doing financially great, and you yeah. know, he yeah. gave me a heart for people like the kids at Kendrick and yes. places like that. And if I say something to somebody in my shop that I shouldn't have said, <laughs> it used to, I'd have been like, later, I'd have been like, I don't care. Yeah. You know? right. Now I'm like, it bothers, you know, yeah. you'd be sitting there and I had to call them or wow. you know, catch them, you know, say, hey, I shouldn't have. Yeah. Shouldn't have handled it like that. I want to yeah. apologize. You know, that, yeah. that's hard for me, but... Uh, yeah, and that's just part of that's growing in your faith. Uh, Debbie yeah. had mentioned to me that you had said, we were talking about wanting to go somewhere with our kids for some vacation, and Debbie said, it's a little expensive. We'd get all the kids there. And I remember you said to her, she told me that, Tim said, look, don't worry about that. It's the memory. Go make it now. Yeah. And I thought, you know, I remember the Tim that'd be like, you pay your own way. We're going <laughs> and what do you mean vacation? We're going to work. And, uh, and I think it, the maturity, the seasoning, the... The yeah. years of life. It's like that. you said, though. You, I've never seen a, a Brinks truck following a hearse. Yeah, yeah. You or you all. <laughs> yeah. Right. But let me ask you a couple things. You and I met years ago, and a couple of these. Uh, what was what was your life like coming up? I mean, you were, you had a brother and a sister, and you had mm -hmm. an awesome mother that just passed away, right. and a great dad. Tell me about Tim Wyrick. What was you like as a kid? Where were you raised? Well, I grew up over on Buena Vista Road. In Columbus, Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, my daddy was a great man, but he was real bad about telling you that you wasn't going to ever be anything and oh. amount to, you know, nothing, in which he was probably right the way I was, <laughs> the way I was running back then. But uh, Did that motivate you then? I mean, some yeah. people it shuts them down and some people it motivates them. Oh, yeah. It motivated me. I was the smallest offensive lineman at Kendrick High School when we run all by city and, uh, I got most valuable offensive lineman. Mm -hmm. He never said nothing. Then I went mm -hmm. into Marine Corps, youngest guy in my platoon, and graduated with my dress blues. And they sat with the general at Paris Island. Wow. He never said nothing. And then I was grilling some chicken. Uh, he said, I sure am proud of my boys. 
and then he passed away five days later. So mm -hmm. at least I so got you to got hear the, it. That's right. You, know? you got the blessing. Yeah, but I've never given up. I mean, I'm yeah. hard-headed. Yeah. Well, so. and that's what it is. Sometimes, sometimes it's that reverse psychology, you know. Yeah. They tell you you can't do it, and something, and he says, I'll show you. And so. Well, you know, it's like you always said, different personalities. Some people, they would have crawled in a corner, yeah. their personality. And other people will try to get to where they hear the confirmation or mm -hmm. the, you know, I'm proud of you yeah. and stuff like that. But yeah. Uh, One of the things I, I, I've loved about you, we talk about uh, your, your life and where you are. When I met you, same thing, just, you were just, you lived life out loud. I mean, it was, no, Tim was like, if it was, if the sun <laughs> came up, Tim's going to grab that day and do something with it. And uh, yeah. you were a big, big help. I will be forever indebted because my own son, Brent, you know, who's pastor now, he was, he was at that stage as a teenager where, you know, I thought, I've got to give him more attention, but I'm so busy here. <clears throat> and you stepped in, started teaching him how to hunt. So he would go <laughs> everywhere, spend every time. All he wanted to do was hunt. Wake me up at 4 in the morning and say, Dad, we've got to go hunt. <laughs> what did Tim Weirich do to him? But thank you for that. Oh, yeah. The investment you made was amazing. That was a highlight, one of the highlights of my life. I mean, I loved it, and I love Brent. Yeah. You know, we're all proud of the way he's turned, you know, what he's turned into. Mm -hmm. And he does an awesome job. You had an accident years ago when you was hunting. What mm -hmm. was that like? Yeah, we was in uh, Colorado in the Grand Mesa National Forest, and I was going too fast on my four-wheeler and missed a turn, and the handlebar, when I went over the handlebars, it went through my thigh and severed my femoral artery in the middle of uh, the Grand Mesa. Wow. Yeah, and so did, didn't they have to medevac you out of there? Mm -hmm. They had to get the ambulance in there to get me to a flat top to mm -hmm. helivac me out. Gosh. And I was laying there. I, I lost a lot of blood. I should have probably bled to death, mm -hmm. but they said I was laying on the gurney and they was fixing to put me on the helicopter and they said, no pulse, no blood pressure. And I mm -hmm. said, I'm still here. <laughs> and they elevated me to Grand Junction. We had to stay out there like three and a half weeks until my wow. until I could walk and get my blood built back up. But uh, it's like I always say, when you're dumb, you got to be tough. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> you were, I probably even on that situation, man. I remember that was the scariest thing when I heard that. I, I went on my deck and uh, and was just praying and crying and pleading because I I said, man, we we can't lose Tim. And I, and then, of course, the next thing you know, when you're up and around, you're going hunting again. <laughs> when I think about that, the business you've got now, the cabinet business, I, and I hope people, TNT cabinets, I promise you, y'all do the most quality work. I mean, it's like, it's like the high-end stuff, beautiful. Yeah. And, uh, well, thank you. We, uh, I mean, if it's a little house or a big house, it's going to be done right. Mm -hmm. You know, me, my wife, or my daughter all put our eyes on it before it leaves. Yeah. And if it's not right, take it back mm -hmm. and fix it, redo it. You now, know? what made you want to get into cabinet work? I came home one day and I said, Kelly, guess what? I started a cabinet shop. Mm -hmm. She said, you don't even know how to build cabinets. <laughs> I said, I know. <laughs> I'm going to learn. And uh, <laughs> so, you know, as we progressed, it was me and another guy. <laughs> which name started with a T. Mm -hmm. And that's how we got T and T. And then uh -huh. the other T quit about two months into it because mm -hmm. it was a struggle. Yeah. You know. 
I had somebody invite me to go to Atlanta to a show where they're doing some machines, just a small group of people. Right. And I was living in a $70,000 house, <laughs> and it was like $240,000. <laughs> and my wife said, don't you go up there and buy that machine? I said, baby, I'm just going up there to look at it. Yeah. <laughs> I went up there, and that thing came out, and it'll cut a sheet of plywood in parts with practically zero waste, drill the holes, cut the dados, cut the parts. A hmm. sheet of plywood takes about three minutes. Wow. Maybe. I got up there and saw that machine running. You, 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 you. I said, I got to have one of these. Yeah. So I came home and surprised her again. <laughs> and it's, it's really moved us up to, to the next level. Yeah, that did. That would be the part where if you're a business guy going to business, if you don't have the tools to service that, mm -hmm. you did it right. And that's where I guess if, you, if you're starting a business or going into business like that, uh, one of it is, you know, the Bible talks about make a plan before you go out the door. I don't and, do that. Yeah, <laughs> you jumped out. And I said, we'll learn to swim when I jump off the boat. I went over there and bought that machine. I mean, this is, uh, I don't know. I'm crazy, I guess. I don't know. I went in there and was laying out where the machine's going to go. I didn't have room. Right. So I added a wing on. So I had to get my shop rewired, rewired. transformers. Power ran from the uh, highway yeah. to my building order a dust collector and Gosh. have it all wired up. And then I had, then I, the last thing I thought about is, that's on computer. I don't even know how to send an email. Uh-uh, yeah, that's right. I, so I went to Cabinet Vision School up in Tuscaloosa for three days. A lot of it has to do with, uh, you have an incredible work ethic. And I remember, you, know, yeah. they, you, you never liked lazy people. No. <laughs> so I, I love that about you. We worked in the yard till four or five o'clock wow. every 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 Saturday. Yeah. Some people get tired of taking a bath. I mean, it's just <laughs> that's the reason now when I get an opportunity to play, mm -hmm. I go play. You take it now, yeah, yeah. You're making up for all that lost time. <laughs> well, it's like that thing we've said: pay now, play later. Here yeah. you got a generation of people that they want to play, and they don't realize they're gonna have to pay down the road. Mm -hmm. And uh, and and it, but if you pay on the front end. You can play on the back end, and that's yep. you did it. I've been lucky. I've been uh, past six or eight months to a year. I've been working when I want to. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. three days a week. I make sure all the jobs are correct, all the computer drawings mm -hmm. are correct. Make sure everything. If there's an issue that needs to be resolved, yeah. I'm pretty good at that. Yeah. Um, but if I want to go hunting, I go hunting. Mm -hmm. If I want to fish, I go fishing. Yeah. If you were doing a if you're telling people building a business, what are some of the things that you'd say, uh, this is what they ought to do? I mean, I went out and hired some cabinet people. Mm -hmm. And I learned from them. Right, yeah. But, you know, I'm kind of guy, I've always been, if you showed me something, I got it. Yeah, you know, and yeah. And then I can do it. So I learned how to, I learned how to do face frames, learn how to cut out which CNC mm -hmm. does now. Right. I learned how to spray, mm -hmm. you know. I learned how to install. Because I realized after people, you, you know, yeah, people know. stab you in the back. Yeah. You know, that's just the truth. Yeah. They'll hold you hostage. Mm -hmm. I tell them, even today, there's nothing in this shop I can't do. Mm -hmm. If you want to leave, that's yeah. your choice. I mean, you can teach people how to build cabinets. You can't teach people a work ethic. Right. They either right. have it or they don't. That's right. Exactly. You yeah, know. they got to bring that. You know. 
And, yeah. th and then treating the customers right. Tim, you've always, one is you do the most quality work. I had a mantle that I wanted and you went out and bought a piece for it. What, what I think is great was, I remember when I looked at it, I saw it in a magazine, like beautiful mantle. And I just sent it to you and said, Tim, can you build this? And you said, I can build anything. <laughs> <laughs> and I loved it. I loved the attitude. I said, I knew it. And then later you told me I had to go buy another piece of equipment to be able to do it because it's so unique. But you have, a, you have the ability, when you do it, you do it right and do it well. Yeah. Uh, well, you do something right, people are going to tell one or two people. You do something wrong, they're going to tell everybody. Yeah. yeah. So that's the way we look at it. I, mean, I think a lot of people go out of business because they start, but then they get to where they don't pay their debts or they, or they lose the passion for it or they, or they drop the quality of work. I mean, what, what's the reason some of you just, because 4000 a year in Georgia, apply for a small business license, 3,600 a year, go out of business in a year. I know that my wife and I, she also, we went to Kendrick over there on mm -hmm. Buena Vista Road, yeah. and we've never had nothing. And mm -hmm. when you see, I think some people see all that money coming in, yeah. and they forget they fit to be some going out. Yeah, that's right. And planning for taxes and workman's yeah. comp and Social Security <laughs> tax, 941s. I mean, I could go on and on and yes. on. Mm -hmm. We didn't buy new stuff. Yeah. How about that? You know, we never, yeah. I'm, I'm still paying myself the same thing I was making when I left here. How about that? And, because we don't need it. Yeah. You know, yeah. We, can live, we can live off of that. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, and as a business, that's what you've done, though. You, honest, because you're a Christian guy, you, you've done the business right. You work hard, you do quality work, you've treated your people well reputation in town you can walk into a house and just see the quality of work and in a business or anywhere else yeah. yeah we get emails and letters we print off all the time and we mm -hmm. have a a wall where yeah. we keep them yeah and we make copies and let the yeah employees see it yeah what you're shooting for mm -hmm. you know i mean yeah if they don't see it and all they ever hear is mess this up you did this what, what's wrong you know they need to see the good stuff. That's right. I'll tell you one of the things that moved me a lot, too, Tim, that made me really proud of you again for everything. But there was Kendrick High, for some people that don't know, it was a, one time it was one of the you know, high-level schools in town, competitive when he was there playing football and things like that. And you, <clears throat> a few years back, went over and noticed that their gymnasium, it, what they had for workout was nothing, and some of the students were discouraged. Tell me about that story. You got in there and helped those guys, and they love you to this day. Yeah, the weight room, it was a mess. So I went over there and organized, got some alumni help, uh, mm -hmm. raised money to get them new football uniforms, which they hadn't had in a long time, mm -hmm. and uh, tore everything out of the weight room, painted it blue and gold, put mirrors on the wall, recovered and refoamed all the benches, sprayed them with a, with a black glittery right. paint. And, put some diamond tread plates and down and mm. redid all the machines. I got all the machines running and purchased some to go in there and I met some of the boys that were seniors. I said, y'all, you like to the fish? They said, yeah. I said, meet me up here in the morning, I'll pick you up. I mm. went up there and there's like six guys. We had a ball and uh, me and Kelly took that group, it was about eight guys to uh, mm. Six Flags. Mm -hmm. and. Uh, We've take, I've taken some of them to Florida, some of my guys to Florida, uh, deep sea fishing, deer hunting. Yeah. I told them, if you mess up, you can't hang out with me no more. <laughs> and yeah. all of them but one mm -hmm. 
graduated college, own their own business. How about that? And they still text me Father's Day yeah. text, you know, stuff like that. They call me Papa T. How about that? And uh, hunting, fishing, you know. You know, I did it to change them, and I think they changed me too, so. And that's been, and you've been, truthfully, from every age, Tim, you've been able to connect with older, with younger, with everybody. I, I don't know if you realize what a gift you are, but I promise you, Tim Wyrick walks in a room and lights it up, and, and you're Thank you. full of energy. And I know right now, people may not realize it, but you've been battling some health issues lately. Tell me about that. What's going on there? And I've been <laughs> dealing with stage three prostate cancer for five years. Oh. And in the uh, oral chemotherapy treatments right now, and mm -hmm. it kind of kills my energy, which some yeah. people are glad. I don't have because yeah. yeah. I've always so been bouncing off the yeah. wall. But right how did you discover you had it? Was it in the blood work or just routine tests? Or? Yeah, I've been on cholesterol medicine uh, years, 20 mm -hmm. years, and they check your blood every six months. Right. And luckily, my doctor uh, checked my PSA. Mm -hmm. And it had went up. It had made a jump, huh. and I wasn't worried about it. I didn't have any symptoms, mm -hmm. none. Yeah. I, mean, I didn't get up to p use the restroom yeah. three or four times a night. I didn't. Yeah, all those things you read on the wall when nothing. you're not. Yeah. yeah. So I wasn't worried about it. And then when I found out it, that I had it, I was floored. You know, mm -hmm. of course. And uh, we just had to deal. You know, something you just got to deal with. Yeah. You got to play with the cards you deal. You never thought that would happen to you. I'm sure you thought. Nope. You know, you'd see other people had it. But mm -hmm. but you didn't. Yeah. But since then, I mean, I know I tell, I tell people always. I mean, if I don't even know them, we're talking. I say, go get your PSA check. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I yeah. mean, one out of seven men in North America is going to wow. have prostate cancer, and one out of five African American men are going to have prostate wow. cancer. You remember Raymond DeBice, You know, Janice mm -hmm. and Raymond. You know, he passed away with that. And yeah. I remember talking to him about two weeks before he passed, and you know what was sad was is he said. Hey, and, and Raymond was just a good man, but he said, I never knew that I had anything. And he said, I just trusted my doctor. They'd tell me if something was wrong. And, and he said, Brother Bill, I, I didn't know all the things to look for. And it was too late by the time he, he you know, was aware of it. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. You have been, without a doubt, a survivor. You've been the guy who's, no matter how far he goes down, he gets back up. And, and uh, yeah, I'm too stupid to quit. Yeah, and <laughs> I, I think of Tim Wyrick, I think if I had to go to battle, if I had to go fight, if I had to be in a place where I could pick one guy with me, you got it every time. Well, thank and, you. Uh, you too. Well, I, I know that. I sure love you. Man, love thanks you for too. doing this with me today. Yes, sir. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you so much for watching this episode of the BP Leadership Podcast. Now, if you enjoyed this episode and all of our other ones, we need you to do a few things for us. We need you to subscribe to the channel if you have not already. We need you to like these episodes, comment on these episodes, and share them with a friend. We want the world to see the incredible content that Bill Purpose is consistently pushing out right here on this platform BP Leadership Podcast. So make sure you do that if you haven't subscribed already, whether that's on YouTube or all of our awesome audio platforms that we're listed on so that everybody can hear this. So make sure you like, you comment, you subscribe, and you share the BP Leadership Podcast.